Hey everybody, welcome back to Traveling Through the Word with T. It's Tangela, your favorite flight attendant, and thanks again for joining me for another episode. So sit back, relax, put your seatbelts on, and let's see where the Word of God takes us today. In today's Bible story, we drop in on a stone god named Dagon. And if I had a subject for you today, it was the bow down, O idol, bow down. This is the story of Dagon, the stone god versus the true and the living God. You see, Dagon was the principal deity of the Philistines. He was the god of fertility and of crops, and the Philistines depended on Dagon for success in war, and they offered various sacrifices for his favor. In the book of Samuel, the fourth chapter, we see the Israelites, they are at war with the Philistines and they're losing. As a matter of fact, they had suffered the loss of about 4,000 lives. The Israelites were wondering how their God can allow them to suffer such a defeat, concluding that it must be because they did not take the Ark of God into battle with them. So they got together and said, let us fetch the Ark of the Covenant of the Lord. Now, whether or not this would work, no matter, they still brought the Ark of the Covenant into war. And verse 5 tells us that they shouted loudly, causing the Philistines to wonder what was going on. Ah, they concluded, it must be that they have brought the Ark of the Lord into war. And the Philistines were afraid. And they wondered who would deliver them out of the hand of the Almighty God. After all, they could remember, and they did remember, that this was the God of the Israelites, the one who smote the Egyptians with all the plagues when they were on their way out of Egypt. And it frightened them. But they said to each other, Go, get yourself together, act like men, and fight. And fight they did. 30,000 Israel soldiers fell in the battle, including the priest's sons, Hophni and Phinehas. And the Philistines captured the ark and they took it back to Ashdod. One more trophy to deposit in the temple of their own god, Dagon. But Israel had lost more than just a battle. You see, the capture of the ark represented not just Hebrew weaknesses or dishonor, the ark conveyed divine presence which meant the servant of Dagon had defeated God on the battlefield, indicating which of the two gods reigned supreme. But if you know like I know, this was faulty logic. You see, from a merely human standpoint, it looked as though God is being held hostage by the Philistines. But Israel's God is not an idol. He does not need for men to carry him. God is the one who carries Israel, and God is the one who carries us. In hindsight, the Israelites must have regretted exposing the ark to such danger. Maybe we should have kept it tucked away safely rather than risking losing it. Faulty logic once again. You see, the ark had an agenda of its own. No Israelite army on his own strength could have penetrated deep into the Philistine camp to install the ark inside the temple of Dagon. Only God could do this and he did not need their help doing it. So let's see what happens next. 
1 Samuel 5 and 2 says that when the Philistines took the Ark of God, they made a mistake by bringing it into the house of Dagon and setting it beside Dagon. The stone idol itself was the object of Philistine worship. To pray to Dagon, they were praying to a stone god. But in the temple of Dagon, strange things began to happen overnight. Ding, ding, ding! In this corner, they have Dagon, god of the Philistines, and right next to him on the right side, we have the Ark of the Lord, God versus God. What a shock it must have been when early the next morning the people arrived to praise and worship their god Dagon for the victory that they had gotten over Israel. But what to their wondering eyes should appear? Dagon, their god, was falling face down on the ground before the Ark of the Lord. There it is, in its own temple. Their idol is lying prostrate in the dirt, face first before the Ark of the Living God. Imagine the excuses and explanations for this accident of their God. Having fallen down, maybe it was positioned improperly. Maybe the earth shook overnight. But let's not think about what that really means right now. So, the next morning, the same drama repeats itself. Only this time, Dagon lands with such a force that his head and both palms of his hands had snapped off in the temple threshold and only the stump of Dagon was left on him. It was as if heaven were saying to Dagon, stay down. Or perhaps Dagon was like the rock that Jesus referred to when he said the very stones would cry out if we would not worship him. The children of Israel had treated the ark like a good luck charm rather than worshiping the Lord. And of course the Amorites wouldn't worship the creator so the stone that they created worshiped in their stead. This sight was so traumatic that forever after this, the worshipers of Dagon stepped clear of the threshold when they entered into the temple of Ashdod. Following the fall of Dagon, a plague descended on the Philistines. For seven months, they shifted the ark from one location to the next. Disease following was each shift until the Philistines finally handed the ark back over to the Israelites. What a hard lesson to learn. Today we visited the camp of the Philistines who had captured the Ark of the Lord from the Israelites in battle. This proved to be a costly mistake for them. While the Israelite army was defeated in battle, their God, with no army at all, brought the enemy to its knees. Once again, he proved himself and he proved that there is no God like him. For if we recall in Isaiah 42 and 8, God says, I am the Lord, that is my name, and my glory will I not give to another. Neither will my praise be given to graven images. And then he says in Isaiah 43 and 11, he reminds Israel that I am the Lord, and besides me there is no Savior. And again, in Isaiah 44 and 8, he asks, Is there a God besides me? Yea, there is no God. I know not any. If nothing else, the 
Philistines got a hard reminder of the strength and power of the true and living God that they recall from the children of Israel's exodus out of Egypt. Hey guys, that's my time for now. But stay tuned next time for the next episode of Traveling Through the Word with T, where we'll discover yet another interesting story from the Bible. I hope you enjoyed today's podcast. If you did and you like our Bible stories, please follow and share with everyone you know. You can find my podcast on your favorite platform like Spotify, Google Podcasts, Public Radio, Breaker, Anchor.fm, and on the Anchor app. Have a great day. Bye.